What's good? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. We have a guest interview today. It's going to be so good. Before we dive in, though, something super fun and special for you that you don't want to miss out on. We are launching on Monday, 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 May 1st, we are launching a 30 Days of Faith Walking program. If some of y'all are new, you may not know that one of the books that I've written is called Rule and Reign, The Faith Walker Manual. And this is essentially a workbook that is designed to really help you increase your awareness of Holy Spirit's presence and experience his closeness in new ways. It helps you apply biblical principles in your life to really gain a clear sense of your purpose and destiny so that you're just not walking in confusion. It helps you master your soul. We are all about self-mastery over here, but that's not something that you can do on your own. You just can't literally govern yourself on your own. You know this. You've probably tried this. So this helps you master your soul and live in moment-to-moment intimacy with God. It helps you activate your kingdom influence so that you can actually actualize your potential in this God capacity that's down on the inside of you, which is way more than we often give ourselves credit for. There's a gold mine inside of you that you can actually start activating and walking into. It helps you take your position and really encounter on a consistent basis this transforming power of God as a lifestyle. It helps you to be a catalyst and release the atmosphere of heaven into all of your spheres of influence. And we all have unique spheres. It helps you access the resources of heaven so that you can defy the odds of the day-to-day world that we are in. And it helps you cultivate, most importantly, radical faith and experience new levels of God's glory in your life. So what we're doing, just to break this down, we are going to reference this manual and for 30 days, literally from May 1st all the way to May 30th, what we're going to do is we're going to release a new framework, a new activation, a new tool that you can practice every single day. I know there's 31 days in May and I may I will throw in a bonus as well for you to walk this out beyond the 30 days, okay? So what you're going to get, new content every single day for 30 days. You're going to also get weekly live coaching calls with me, okay? So every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, we will also have a live call to go over this content and really help you deepen your faith walk, okay? So it's called 30 Days of Faith Walking. You can register and make sure that you reserve your spot now. Again, we start Monday, May 1st. You can find the program at Courage Co. So it's www.courageco.org. You'll see it there on the outside of the program. It'll just say 30 Days of Faith Walking. If you are inside Courage Co. already, Courage Co. is a free community off social media where we focus specifically on personal development and spiritual growth. So we have life groups in there for free. We have prayer calls. We have monthly masterclasses and challenges all for free that you can plug into in addition to courses and programs and other ways that you can connect and really grow 
in all aspects. So Courage Co. is a great place to plug into in general. It's www.courageco.org. But for this challenge, if you are inside Courage Co., you will find it available under courses and programs. If you have any questions at all, you can email info at julianapage.com and we will point you in the right direction. I will also make sure to put the link a quick link in the show notes today, okay? So be on the lookout for that. I am so excited to be on this faith walking program with you and get to really deepen our faith and actualize our potential. So, so, so excited. And without further ado, we're gonna dive into an episode with Mel Vandevoort today. And she is such a gift, such a blessing. She is an educator. She's wicked smart. She has such a heart for God and will be the woman that will tell you it is not easy. And she so vulnerably and beautifully shares her journey of how to stay in motion when it's easiest not to, when you have every reason to give up and be stuck and just be depressed and how she fights through that and keeps going. So it's such a powerful interview. Make sure that you listen all the way to the end. All right, everybody, let's go. Welcome, Mel. (laughs) Hey, how are you? I'm so excited to be here. This is my actual first being interviewed on a podcast. Oh, girl. I've done lots of interviewing, but this is my first time being the interviewee. Oh, well, I'm honored to have you here. And I'm super happy that it's on here. (laughs) Woohoo! It's awesome. Well, tell, tell the folks, who is Mel? Who are you? What's going on in your life? All right. Well, Mel is an educator, and I am a mother of three grown children. My last son is graduating high school in two weeks. Let's go. And so, yep, they are all, so I am technically the empty nester yeah. in in my life, I'm midlife, empty nester, all of those things, but I have two awesome grandchildren. I have a grandson and a granddaughter. And so I'm a Nana. I'm not a grandma. I do not let them call me grandma. That sounds old to me. And so I like Nana. (laughs) I like Nana. (laughs) Got it. So it works. Um, But yeah, I am, I've been in education for since 1999. And I have two podcasts. I have an educational podcast that I started just before the pandemic. And then I kind of had to put that aside a little bit while I worked on a doctorate degree because you cannot do anything else when you are working on a doctorate degree if you want to ever get done. (laughs) So I put that aside, kind of messed with it a little here and there just to keep it alive, but didn't put a whole lot of time into it. Yeah. And then God kind of told told me that I should start another one that is more faith-based and it was for women in midlife who are becoming empty nesters. They are ready to find themselves again and be the woman that they, you know, professional woman that they've always wanted to be, whatever that looks like for them. Yes, I love, which we're going to dive into in a minute, but I love that you brought up faith too, because we do talk about that here and just all aspects of it. So I want to hear about your God journey, right? Like, how did you come to know God? What has that journey been like? I know we were talking offline that sometimes there's this assumption that people just come from a legacy of faith, or it's just like a straight path and a life is just easier because they know God. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't Mm -hmm. look like that. In fact, it might look, you know, 
very, very different, yes. not linear yes. at all. So I would love right. to hear and for you to share your God journey. Yeah, absolutely. So I am one of those basically cradle Christians. So I I have known God my entire life. Okay. My grandma was very, very strong Christian and went to church every Sunday. Like she was just, that's who she was. Wow. And so I just grew up in the church and going to church and that was just who I was. And then I got married and I moved out of the town that I lived in. And I tried going to the church that my husband had grown up in. And it just, I don't know, we just didn't, it wasn't my church. I don't know. It was kind of one of those weird things. So you tried, I tried. And sadly, I, we just kind of quit going for a little period of time. And I mean, he had gone to church all his life. His mom and dad were very strong Christians too. And we just had several years where we just didn't go. And I finally, I'm like, we, you know, we've got kids now and they need to hear about things. And so we found a church that we loved and we be came part of that church. And that was, I mean, that was our church forever. And funny enough, it was right across the street. So we just walked to church every Sunday and it was just, it became who I was again. And that's my children grew up knowing God always. And we really didn't do anything outside of the church. Hardly like all of our friends were in church. My kids, friends, I mean, they met their best friends in church. And so it was just who we were. And I, about five years ago, was probably at the strongest point in my life with God. I mean, I could literally feel him every single day. And people think that may be weird. But if you know, you know. And when you are so, when you have such an intimate relationship with God that you can literally feel him in you and like he's part of you. Mm-hmm. that's a very strong relationship, but you have to be on guard because you are not exempt from the enemy. You are more vulnerable at that point mm-hmm. because if you're not doing the right thing, the devil leaving you alone because he don't care about you. you he's got you already. But if you are strong, that's when he attacks. And if you are not on I mean, if you're, if you're not paying attention, you can get your feet knocked right out from under you. And that happened to me. Okay. And my entire relationship with God completely switched. And I got to a point where I didn't even feel like I could talk to God. I didn't feel worthy of talking to God. Mm. And I, I want, I prayed still yet but I didn't feel like I could, I mean, I I don't know. It was just more superficial because at that point I didn't feel like I could talk to him the way I had previously. Okay. And it's taken a long time to get back that intimacy totally, where I can completely, where I know what God's saying to me. Like God, he, he will say, okay, you want to do this on your own? feel free. And he will back off. He's still there. He's just waiting for you, but he's going to let you do your thing and Mm -hmm. see if you can do it without him. (laughs) And 
he will. And then when you get to that point, he'll say, how's it working out for you? And um, I got to the point where I'm like, it's not working out. Can you, can you help me out here? And let's get back to where we were. And even then he will make you work, work for it. And I've had to work for that relationship again with him. And it's just like any relationship. Like if there is like, if you lose that tightness in a relationship for yeah. whatever reason, it takes a long time to get back to that. And I didn't just lose my relationship with God. Like my relationship with my best friend became strained and my husband. And it was a very lonely, lonely point in my life mm-hmm. because I didn't feel like I had anyone, not even God at that point to talk to. And I worked really hard to get back to where I'm at. And I, I still don't feel him exactly the way I did before, mm-hmm. but I'm, I hear him much more now. And I, I see what he's saying to me and I can, I can see those patterns and those messages. And I think when I interviewed you, we talked about the threes and uh-huh. he will tell me something three times yeah. before I recognize that that is what he's telling me. Yeah. So, and I don't know, like my, I recently, I moved, my husband and I got divorced. Like, I mean, like everything, I lost all of everything. Mm-hmm. And I moved to uh, the city. I live in St. Louis and it's taken me a long time to find a church now too, but I found one and I'm like learning how to be part of that church. Because when you've gone to a specific church for 20 plus years and then you're not part of that church anymore. Like that's your family. They are literally your family. And it's hard to just infuse yourself into a new family. And so. For sure. And I mean, usually too, there's, there's examples of like gardening, right? Where it's like, if you just picture uprooting something in yes. order to like plant that in new ground and have new roots shoot out and all of that and get your footing right? And start growing and flourishing. That does take time. It's not like you just move yourself and you're good. Like it does Yes. process, right? There's so many things happening. Yeah. I'm curious too, just to give folks context, what from your, you know, win- wisdom now, wisdom gained and being able to mm-hmm. look back at it, what was so significant about your connection five years ago? I think you said like what made it so strong? And then what do you think the distance was? Cause I'm kind of sensing too. It's like, if you lose trust, in general, in these different areas of your life, mm-hmm. of course, we probably subscribe that to God. It's not that he wasn't there, but it's like, do we even trust him? Because look what's happening in our world. So I'm just right. curious to speak to both of those things. Um. Yeah. Okay. So the first one was... Was what made your relationship so strong? Like, you were okay. like, you know, all the, like, just so people can identify, like, what does that look like or feel like, right? Because I was so deep into church. We, I mean, if like I was in church, we were at church. I wasn't just a Sunday go to church person. I was a youth sponsor. I was on the praise team. I was one of our women's group leaders. Like I was immersed in the church and immersed in learning. And I was constantly doing Bible studies and devotionals and reading the word and praying. And I mean, I was immersed in everything possible. Okay. And I just, the more I studied, the more I wanted to study. 
And the more I learned about him, the more I wanted to learn about him. The, yeah, so, yeah. you know, that song, the more I seek you, the more I find you. That's exactly right. Because you find him and he just becomes part of you. Yeah. And so that's where that strength came from. And then the second part was remind me again. I'm right. sorry. So, no, the, with the first part, I think it's so powerful when you highlight that because those often become keys. Right. And those could be like mm-hmm. a key in a season that could be a key in this particular situation that you're in. Like they're, they're yes. definitely strategies like prayer is a strategy. Studying the mm-hmm. work is a strategy. Yes. The business strategy. These are all things that, to your point, make you strong. Yes. Right. And those that seek God with all their heart shall find mm-hmm. him. That's mm-hmm. so powerful. So the second yes. part is when everything started falling apart or you felt super distanced from him, mm-hmm. what was different in your world or what did that look like? Um, there was just some things that happened and it was not God by any means. It was Mel, um, Mel, (laughs) Mel fell and it was, he gave me my space and I mean, he wants you to be the person he wants you to be, Mm -hmm. but when you push then he will he'll back off and it wasn't anything that he did it was me like it was the world took over me and I was not on guard like I told you and it like everything suffered because of it Mm. and he will let you and maybe part of it was um So when you get to a really strong point in your relationship with God, you have to also be careful of pride and judgment of others. So being prideful of your own, hey, look at me. And then judgment of, um, wow, what you doing that kind of thing? Because then when you fall, you feeling pretty low because... um, I never, I, I don't judge people now at all. At all. So <laughs> that was a painful he, lesson. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was painful. Very painful. Uh, and so he will, he will give you that space so you can learn from that. And because you have those times where you're not as strong and like when the enemy comes in, you learn those you learn what that looks like so now i know what that looks like so powerful and i can be more protected if that happens again or when that happens because again when you get strong with god that's when the enemy attacks you he -hmm. attacks your family he attacks your finances he attacks everything Mm -hmm. and he attacks your relationship with God more than anything because he doesn't want you to have that relationship with God and so now i know I know my own weaknesses for sure. And so when I get back that hundred percent where I was before, yeah, I will be more like 110% because it will have strengthened everything for me. Mm-hmm. My yeah, knowledge. I've been like hearing for you right now that you won't go back to where you were before. It'll be better. Oh, I, like, with, I mean, with God, it's like, you never go back to the same place. It's like, you have that yeah. for a reference point, but he always takes you to a better place. 
Yes. Right. Like yes. about the journey from glory to glory or strength to strength. Like where mm -hmm. you're going is even stronger than that. If you can imagine that that's possible or there's even yeah. more glory connected to it than even in that season. But I, I love know. what you're saying here too. It's like, I now have the experience of what it felt like to feel confident, to feel bold, feel courageous, mm -hmm. to feel mm -hmm. empowered, right? With God. Yes. also know what it's like to do life without him. Yeah. Exactly. And like where I do have weaknesses, right? Because those are yeah. things that you can be aware of and you don't know what you're made of until you're tested. That's really what it is. Oh my goodness. Yes. Sometimes, right? Like sometimes it's just life, but it's like, you really don't know what's in you until you're tested or until right. Right. put on you. Yeah. Now the, I know without a, without a doubt, it was the enemy coming in because I, yes, God does test things for sure. But this was completely not of God. And mm -hmm. so it, again, recognizing when it's coming, like it's a whole, it's going to be a whole lot easier to, to recognize and protect myself so good. the next, next time, because there's always going to be a next time because the enemy does not rest when you are strong in your faith. And because he wants you to not be so. Interesting. So fast track me now to mm -hmm. some of the work that you do, right? Because after you go through all of these things where it's like literally everything that you in your world, as you know, it is being stripped from your life. And you're kind of like, and now what? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you're in this place of like, who is Mel now? Like, how do I, yes. even, like, what does this even look like? Where do you even begin with that? Right? Like when you work with other women, you're talking about how they can, clarify their gifts, their talents, who they are yeah. now with, without kids in the home or, or without the relationship that they thought was going to be for life or without a job, whatever that happens to be, how do you really meet them on that journey and guide them? Yeah. So most of my women are just like, they're searching and, you know, they've had this one or two or three identities for however many years, you know, so 20, I mean, my oldest is 28. My youngest is 18. And so for 28 years, I've had someone that called me mom or now I have Nana, but you know, your wife, you're, you're an employee, you're whatever you are. And so a lot of times, you know, you have, if you have not started your specific journey before kids, then sometimes you have to put yourself on the back burner. And a lot of the the women that I work with, they have had to do that. They put themselves on the back burner. And now that their children are adults, they are self-sufficient and they are not dependent on mom anymore. Mom doesn't necessarily know where to go because, you know, it's been a long time since mom got to focus on herself and she's entering midlife and she's, you know, some of the women are kind of feeling a little depressed, you know, their children are gone and I love my children, but I am happy they are flying the coop because it's a different dynamic. I mean, it's a totally different dynamic and I love them, but I raised three boys and boys are not easy on anything. They, they tear things up and they break things and hurt and themselves and they're dangerous. So, <laughs> so I'm like, you get your own insurance now because I'm happy. I'm happy to send you on your way. Yeah. Um, 
but not every mom feels that way. And so because, and I think part of that is because they don't know what to do next Mm -hmm. and they don't have their own identity. So we find their identity. We clarify their gifts. So we do spiritual gifts test and figure out what their gifts and talents are. And then we work to figure out what their interests and their passions are. And then we can see what what's out there where all of that meshes into one thing and what God is leading you to do. What are your options? And then I help them, you know, like explore those options. And I'm not here to help you get a job. That's not what I do. I help because you're like, let me clarify. Exactly. Exactly. I'm here just to help you figure a few things out and know how to listen to what God is telling you. And God will disrupt things a little bit for you. And like, I'm a prime example. I thought recently that I was going to be leaving education completely. And then all of a sudden God drops an opportunity in my lap and I'm like, wait, um, I thought we talked about this, God. (laughs) And um, so when he drops something in there, you still, you need to be obedient and at least explore that. And then if he doesn't want that for you, he's going to shut that door for you anyway. But he may be giving you other, I mean, he may be giving you lots of chances to explore different things and see what fits and what feels right to you. And we think that God's just going to like, tell us what to do. And he gives us free will. We do have our own and he gives us those interests and passions we get to choose what we want to do he still guides and directs us and leads us but he's already given you the interest and passions and the the talents for one or two specific things he wants you to use those in whatever makes you you know satisfied and happy and yeah feel joyed and feel feel filled up yeah I love that. I also have found this to be true, but sometimes if he seems more silent, one, he's already given you an instruction and you haven't taken the step or two, he trusts Mm -hmm. you, right? Like you've grown to the degree where you can step out and find out, like you can go apply that thing, that tool, that gift, that Mm -hmm. talent, whatever that is, you can go find the space where that can flourish, right? Or where it's needed or where people are praying for it and you're an answer for them, right? Yes. Sometimes he trusts you, you just got to move. So tell me about this movement piece because I know that's your word. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it is. Motion, movement. He's really put that in front of me a lot here lately. Um, Really last month or two, he's like really like hammered that in um, (laughs) just not to be stagnant and he gives you opportunities, but he is not going to just give you everything. He makes you work for it because first of all, you're going to appreciate it a whole lot more when whatever, when whatever the destination of your journey is, you're going to appreciate it a whole lot more. And a lot of times it is about the journey. And so you're not going to get like, if you go on vacation, you're not going to get to your destination if you don't start the car and move. So I kind of like think of it as that you have to actually do something in order to receive something from him. And a lot of times he wants you to move and try things so you can learn. And I've always like a few years ago, um, 
our our pastor he did a whole entire year on the life of David okay and so one of the things that stuck with me out of an entire year the thing that stuck with me the most was how David was not prepared to be king when he was anointed he yeah. was way too young yeah. he he would not have had the knowledge nor the respect or or the understanding, any of that stuff. And so he had to go through a growth period, but he had to be moving during that time. And so I look at myself as God's David mm-hmm. and what I always, what I think may happen may just be God guiding me to the end thing or the next thing, whatever it is he wants me to do. Yeah. And so that's what I want my women to also look at. You have to be willing to learn and move in a growth direction because if you're just sitting still you're never going to you're never going to get to the thing that he wants you to get to that's so good i love like both of these analogies one just picturing like some of the best vacations are the ones that you don't plan all the way out do you know what i mean like right? you have room for adventure for spontaneity for something to happen in between yes leaving and coming back, right? Like the whole middle is where the adventure is, right? So when you think about that, it's like, are you leaving any room in your life for God to show up? Are you giving him anything to work with? Those are really great questions when you think about even just picturing a vacation. But then I also love that you can know that you're gifted or you can know that you have this talent or you could know like where God has really designed you differently Mm-hmm. Right. And and where it just comes naturally or easy for you in, in a way that that wouldn't happen for somebody else. But even recognizing that does not diminish the fact that you still have to develop that thing, deploy that thing, yes. get good at that thing, develop some expertise, fail at that thing, like figure it out because yes. it's not just David, right? This is a, a narrative that is common in the word. Like you could use Joseph, you could use Elijah, you could use so many people, you could use Esther, Right. Mm-hmm. So many people where they had to be trained up for their ultimate position. And we just get the blessing of being able to see where they started and right. where they went to. You don't always yes. see the whole story. Exactly. We're exactly. Action, we don't have the hindsight yet. <laughs> right. And you you sometimes I mean, like he will make things clear. So I was a principal. I resigned because I was away from home. And during the week I had a it was a very long commute. And so I stayed at the job place during the week and went home on the weekends. Yeah. Well, my son was graduating. My middle son was graduating. My youngest son wasn't driving yet. My husband at the time, he was not, he was working very long hours and I needed to go home. So I resigned, but I got a ton of experience and I made connections in the St. Louis area. And then I got a job up here and I made more connections. It was a temporary job. I mean, I mean, I, it was a substitute position. So I knew it wasn't going to be a whole, I mean, I knew it was going to end at the end of the school year, but he gave me another job to go into, which is what I am currently doing. However, they have restructured and my job position got cut, Hmm. but here's the thing. So I, at the beginning of the year, was not happy with the direction of some things that were happening and how things were going in the school that I'm in or the whole 
the region. It's, it's a regional, it's a charter school. So it was a district and I wasn't like super happy, but during the middle of the year, I kind of was like, yeah, I can make it. I can live with this. I, you know, whatever. I, I don't have to agree, but I'm here. And God said, okay. He also looked at me and he's, we talked about this. <laughs> you, you don't want to be there. Um, if nothing else, I don't want to drive those streets anymore because they're terrible. Yeah. And so he made it to where I couldn't go back. Wow. But I learned so much during the last two years that I've been there. And I would not have learned what I've learned any other place, I don't think. Mm -hmm. And not the way I've learned it. And even as a classroom teacher, I didn't learn the things that I've learned and wish I had learned. And so that's where I get, I'm looking at I'm God's David because he gave me just that that little bit of time to yeah. learn what I needed to learn so I can transfer that into the next thing. Mm -hmm. And I thought, like I said, I thought I was going to not be in education because at the I, I was totally planned to not go back into education after this school year ended. And he, I mean, I was like super excited. My boyfriend now he like, he's not worked a typical job. Like we work, you know, like, set hours ever. Uh -huh. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to help him build his business. He moved here from Miami, moved back here from Miami. I'm going to be like more flexible for him. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to do my podcast. And I, and <laughs> I feel like God gave me that time to say, try it on, see how it fits. And I'm like, it did not take me long. I love my man, but I do not want to work with him all day long. Um, we don't have the same thought process on time. <laughs> Let's just no. go with that. <laughs> and so um, God's like, see, if you just listen to me. But he did give me that time just to to try it on and see. And it did not take me very long to realize. I don't really want to sell insurance. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so now I think that's why he's put the education back in front of me because mm -hmm. I love it. I love being an educator, whether it's educating women or educating teachers, because that's what I do. I coach teachers. I teach teachers. And so whether I'm no matter what it is, I'm, I teach adults in some form or fashion. And so I think, you know, that's where he wanted me to go all along. And he just gave me that, that freedom to try on those different things. Well, and I love that you just like expounded on this and broke it down because it's so interesting hearing in hindsight. Right. So it's like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm really getting burnt out or tired. I don't like the way things are yes. working like this. Mm -hmm. The way I'm carrying it is too heavy. It's not working for me. Yes. So he gives you this grace to give you some space to see like, okay, like, do I really dislike education entirely? Is that still where my passion is? Like, what doesn't fit just right? Like you got time to really digest and process what was going on there. Yes. And play kind of right. Like, just yes, you have so much seriousness or expectation of you for a minute mm -hmm. like things could be like lifted off of you so you could figure out like now what do I pick up which yes. is so powerful because like you're being brought back to the power of your choice 
Yes. The power of your want, like your Mm -hmm. desire Mm -hmm. and the clarity of your passion and where you're truly drawn, right? Like, right. This is a space that needs people that can coach teachers. Yes. Teachers in general have such a hard job right now, right? So oh my goodness. Just been hanging out in that industry for so long, let alone that can bring revival to some degree, like a fresh perspective, a different way to carry your face, everything that you're going through, mm-hmm. use things, a different way to show up and, and take care of yourself and really care for those that you're called to. Like there's so much that you can unpack there that you are like literally wired to deliver. Yeah, Absolutely. And he, he continues to clarify for me. So do not think once you have some clarity that he won't continue to push you. He's never going to let you just sit. He's always going to push you to do more or something else or because he wants you to grow and he wants you to help others grow in some form or fashion. You are not just your own entity. Like you always either need to mentor somebody or be mentored by somebody or both at mm-hmm. the same time. For sure. And that that's no matter what you do in your life. That yeah. is as a Christian, that's as an educator. That's, I mean, that's even as a mom, you, yeah. you mentor people who have not had children or have not been in the same spot age-wise where your children are now because their children just aren't there yet. So you mentor those people, but then you also have wise women who can counsel you on, you know Uh, what, my kid's doing this. Yeah. Help, please help me, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's, he always gives you something to help you grow and to help you grow others. Mm -hmm. This is so powerful. And I think with part of your journey that you've shared with us here, is, you know, there's that point where things were falling apart. And what I was hearing from you too, is that you were isolated and you didn't have anybody, not even God. So like, I mm-hmm. love that you like brought it back now to being like, okay, I know that that doesn't work. Like I need to have people around me all the time. Like I need to be stretching in some kind of way, right? Mm-hmm. I need to be living on purpose to truly have a fulfilling life that I get to have and enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. When it's all about self, you just don't enjoy it. It's very shallow. Right. Yeah, so exactly. Did you get to that place or what could you offer to somebody that's like maybe in that spot where their whole world fell apart? Just lean into him, even though it feels. I did not completely stop talking to God at all. Yeah. I did not always feel worthy of talking to God. I didn't feel worthy of being in his presence at all. Yeah. And. It was hard, but I still talked to him and I still listened to worship music. I mean, there was a little period of time where I was like, I don't, I don't even feel like I should listen to worship music because I feel like a hypocrite mm. and don't stop doing those things. Stay in motion, keep moving and continue because when everything is stripped away, I mean, I fell into depression even. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I mean, I had a few months where I was like, I don't even want to be on earth. Like literally had a few months like that. Yeah. And that is hard. Like I had to will myself out of that. Mm -hmm. 
that's when you need to find someone who can help you through that time. Yes. So a, a mentor, and I had people that wanted to be that person for me, but I was in such a bad spot that I couldn't even accept that help. Mm-hmm. But those people were almost too close to me, I think. And I felt shame. I felt yes. embarrassment. I felt unworthy of their friendship. So find someone that's maybe not as close to you. Yeah. Depending on what your situation is, but still lean into God because he's still there. He's not going to just push you away and say, I don't want any more of you. I'm done with you. He will never do that. He is always waiting for you to come back to him. Yes. Because he didn't leave me. I left him. So he's waiting for you to come back. Yes. And I, I have a very steady routine. Like I, every morning I have my coffee and my Jesus. Very first thing of a morning I get up, I make my coffee. I sit there in my app, my, my Bible, my version Bible app. Yeah. And I do the daily devotion that they have. And then I find one or two that are relevant to whatever I need at that moment in my life that I need him to give me clarity on. So I dig in deep and I look for scripture and I even have, because I get busy during the day. I mean, I'm still human. And so I get busy at school. It's a busy, it's a busy environment. And sometimes I will make it all day long and I haven't even talked to God. So I literally sit, set um, timers on my phone to pop up to remind me to pray at certain times of the day when I know I should have a few minutes to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Or it'll pop up when I pretty sure I'm on my commute and it helps me keep that relationship with him and not get, let the world take over and not let my life take over. Yeah. When you get to that point, make sure that you just continue to lean in Find. I mean, there are tons of devotionals for whatever your season is and whatever is yeah. happening. Yeah. Like Beth Moore has a great book that has like for depression, for anxiety, for addiction, like she gives you like a whole chapter for each of those things and find something that is relevant to what you're going through and dig deep. So good. I think another thing that I've observed that you do too, is you you use the phrase too, like you really had to like assert your will, right? Like you had to like dig deep for your willpower. Oh my goodness. Yes. Things actively, but it sounds to me as well that you sought growth opportunities, right? Like whether you had to invest in a program or a coach or somebody else, like you found those opportunities to show up for yourself. Yes. So that yes. it almost would bring support and structure into your life. And sometimes yes. that's necessary. Like when we haven't been shown that and we haven't mm-hmm. taught to care for ourselves or how to really like learn and develop, it seems bizarre, but so many of us are not trained up in the way we should go. And sometimes you have to literally just invest in yourself so that that structure and that program and that expert can come into your life and run with you. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, In my opinion, no learning 
is wasted. You may not come away with a ton, but you're probably going to come away with at least one thing or two things that God wants you to come away with at that point, no matter what that is. And me doing the devotionals and just always be cognizant of the fact that whatever you take away from it may not be what somebody else takes away from it. And that's the reason that you have mentors because, or, I mean, they don't even have to be mentors. If you're in a Bible group, you're just equals who are talking and bantering back and forth and talking about different perspectives because, you know, we get very narrow focused and we only see our version of things sometimes. And we have to have other people to say, Hey, well, what about this? Or what about this? Or have you thought about this? And it really opens you up to your, your thinking and leaning into those things and other people will help bring you out of that quicker. Because when I was solo, I couldn't get out of that. I, like you said, I had to will myself. Like, I mean, I got to a bad spot where I would like, I couldn't even get off the couch. Like I had to make myself get out of the chair and go do laundry, go do whatever I needed to in the house. Um, even get myself ready for the day. I didn't leave the house hardly ever. And that is not a good way to live Mm -hmm. because you're not only cheating yourself, you're cheating other people. Like my children suffered. My husband at the time suffered and, and God didn't even give me a job at that time because (laughs) he knew that was not going to work out for me during that specific time. Yeah. And that's something I believe that God takes seriously, right? Like it actually says in the world, the word pity the man that falls and has no one to lift him up. Right. Yes. Then on the flip side, right. He doesn't leave you there. He says there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors. Right. Yes. Able. Yes. I love how you put it. Just like find a safe space. Right. So I've even seen in my own life, like sometimes if, you know, you're dealing with a relationship struggle, let's say you can't just hash it out with that person all the time. Right. Like right. you need a space to go talk to somebody that can give you wisdom, a language, a grid for what you're experiencing. Maybe yes. you're feeling triggered and like you have this space to process and then come to that relationship with tools. Yes. Right. And like peace or like calm or clarity or a responsiveness that is way better than your reaction and your anger or whatever else. Right. Yes. Yes. Sometimes you do just have to separate yourself and get to that safe space, which is not always who you're connected to. Right. Yes. But exactly. Like so affordable to find wise counsel. And yes. Right. And that's why I said it needs to be people who are not necessarily your people yes. because they're either too close and they know the situation too intimately and they cannot give you an objective view of what yeah like, the, it's tainted their view is already tainted because yes. one way or another you know i couldn't talk to the people in my church because the people in my church loved me but they right. also loved my husband they also loved my children so i couldn't talk to them right and get a good, it just didn't work. I needed someone objective yeah. instead of, you know, right. about the whole situation. So for sure. And yeah. you don't want to skew anybody's view of anybody else that you're connected to. Right. And so it's right. like, especially if you have 
friends, right? Or like even shared friendships. It's like, it's wisdom not to share what is private to you that should only be with you and your partner, should only mm-hmm. be with you and a friend. Like it's wisdom to not share that with a bunch of other people to protect right. whoever's involved. Right. 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 When you're processing, because it just changes somebody's perspective or opinion because they're getting a piece of a story, but not the whole picture. Right. Exactly. Run with that. Yeah. Right. And the version you're giving is going to be askew anyway, because you're going to give your version of it. And so you need to give your version to someone who can say, well, okay, so your version is this, but I can see, I can see your thought is uh, maybe not exactly where it should be. And so you need someone to like, give you those hard truths sometimes. And the people who love you may not be able to do that. Yeah. So good. So tell me a little bit about what God is up to with you now, or what you sense that he is doing in this season, or maybe just what you're excited about. Cause you're in the right now, which I feel like is fun and just scary all at the same time. (laughs) So, yeah. So I'm like, I'm confused <laughs> um, so because I'm broad right here for a second. Exactly. So like three months ago, I'm like, I know what I'm doing. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I know. All right, God, I'm just help me get it all going. And then all of a sudden, like I said, he, he gave me this opportunity that I know had to be from him because I was actually invited to apply for a position that does not happen in this area because there are 100, 120 people applying for every job up here. Yeah. And to actually get an invitation to apply, I'm like, that is so weird. And okay. <laughs> because, even. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. And so I, I literally was not even going to apply for jobs. I was going to work for I have a part-time gig that I do and I was going to make that my full-time gig. I was going to do my podcasting and like do coaching also and like really grow that. And then God is like, I'm I'm not quite done with you in education yet. So Mm -hmm. I think the reason that he, he gave me that space to like grow, like I said, but I never wanted to completely be out of education and my heart was hurting because I'm an educator. And so I was torn. Yeah. So he doesn't want me to completely leave education, but that's where I was headed was completely out of education, at least for now. So I think he gave me that time to say, is this really what you want? And so then he drops this in my lap. So I can really evaluate if that's what I want or not, because there were tons of jobs that I could have applied for before, and I had zero desire to apply for them, even though they were there and I saw them. But when it was dropped in my lap, in my, in my inbox, it was different. And so, because it was dropped in there that way, I knew that that was from him. And so now I'm, applying for other jobs <laughs> and, we'll that. see. and so that's what I, that's what I want my women to understand that I coach. Um, just because he still, he still wants you to grow. He still wants you to do things, 
but he's not done with you yet. And you may be here for a little while so you can learn whatever, but then he wants you to do that may not be your end goal or where he wants you to be. So just if he opens a door, at least walk through and see what's on the other side. And yeah. he's not going to open a door that he doesn't want you to at least walk through and see. Yeah. So, and if he doesn't want you there, it's not going to happen. So if I apply to all of these places and I don't get a job, then I know. But what he's really done for me is because even though I said, whatever you want me to do, that's not really what I felt in my heart. My heart was still like, I really want this, or I really want that. And even just a couple of weeks ago, he's like, can you please just let me be the leader? And when I, I mean, like one day I was just in my car and I'm like, holy cow. Um, God, if you want me to be in education, great. If you want me to be not be in education, great. If you want me to work full time. I know, I know, like whatever you want me to do, that's what I will do. And finally, when I gave him all the power Mm. that I should have been giving him in the first place, instead of trying to retain some of that power myself, like a peace just came over me. And like, I didn't feel as anxious about the whole thing. That's a key too. I mean, there's two things that I want to highlight too. There was so much goodness in all that you just shared. But one of them is, is that you have permission to want what you want. And there is so much power in wanting what you want. So many mm-hmm. of us don't even know what that is or trying to fit yes. somebody else's version of what yes. we think we want. But we've never actually been in a position to evaluate it, to try it on, to give it a mm-hmm. go. Like, are you willing to put yourself in a position to explore what it is that you actually want, even if it's not like your career move? Right. Could you just enjoy that thing without attaching it to anything else, just for the pure enjoyment of it? Just because you want to do that thing. Can you get in the experience of wanting what you want? Right. At least you know the difference of like, I want this and I don't want this. Yes. So I love that piece. And then if there was a theme here, which I feel like is really interesting, is God purifying your desire. Mm -hmm. That's what it sounded like. Because there were so many options that were all in front of you, but it was purifying it to get to its literal purest form. Like, because sometimes if you want what you want, you almost have to ask yourself that question like 10 times to actually get to the reality of what it is that you want. Like if you just like in the first round, like, what do you want? It's like usually like a very like blanket answer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like not actually what you want. And then if you keep asking, you get deeper and deeper and deeper to what it is that you truly want. And it sounds Mm -hmm. like that was what he was doing in that time. It's like, okay, yes, you could choose that if you want. That's how this plays out. Or like, yeah, you could do that too. But like, do you really want that? Right. You know what I'm picking up on? Like, I think you still really love this though. Yes. Yes, exactly. With him, which is favor and mercy on a different level. Like he doesn't want you in a place that he knows you wouldn't be happy, but he doesn't want you making a decision out of emotion. Exactly. And that's where I was because I wanted to not be at that job so badly 
yes. then I probably would have done anything That's that came it. across in front of me in the first place, or whatever, well, whatever the first thing was. And so he gave me some things to try along the way, right. like we had talked about, but like you said, it's my passion, what I'm good at, what I love and what he's given me gifts and talents to do is education, whatever that looks like to him. Mm -hmm. Love this. Love this so much. So we're coming up at the end here, but if you had a piece of, so this is always a fun question. Okay. So when you mm -hmm. like fast track your life, like many years from now, and you can't take any of your body of work with you, right? All you can do is give people one word of wisdom. What would your word of wisdom be for people that would change their life? Oh my goodness. I got too many words. <laughs> you know, I'm an ELA teacher by nature. So I've got this huge vocabulary. This is the ultimate challenge things. for you. <laughs> um, yes. Um, so my word for the year, I actually have two, but I'm only going to use one because you told me I could only use one. You're like, I'm is, a follower. Transform, transform. So wherever you're at, that is not always going to be who you are. And your transformation comes through that refining and through that relationship with him and him getting you to where he wants you to be. So be open to being transformed and don't try to stay in that one form, basically. Oh, that's so good. Is it, do you almost feel too, as if your purpose is to transform? Like we're constantly designed to do that? Um. Yeah, because if we weren't, we would never, like if we weren't built to transform and change and grow, then yeah. we would never get to that deep place with him ever. Oh, good. Oh my goodness. Well, I, first off, I want to just honor you because in what you've shared, I can just see how brave you are, how courageous you are, how bold you are, how hard that is. And not everybody gets through the kind of hard that you've experienced. So I just want to honor you and your journey. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you so much. Turn this into just beauty to show up for other people, right? Like you just are constantly desiring to transform so that you can be a blessing to others. And I just honor you and your journey. Oh, thank you so much. Um, so one thing I was thinking, as you were saying, all of that is he, he wants, I, I totally even just lost my train of thought now. So maybe he didn't even want me to say it, but, um, um, yeah. All right. Maybe it'll come to me before we end. Uh, I about don't know. Journey and about transformation. Yeah, I, I had some words of wisdom and they're just gone. So <laughs> apparently they were my words and not his because he's like, like hey, take those back. <laughs> well, um, that could also something. just be that could also just be menopause brain. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the folks how they can connect with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you can email me anytime at Mel Vandevort, M-E-L-V-A-N-D-E-V-O-R-T at gmail.com. I am on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm all the things. a lot of uh, Twitter, uh, big on Twitter. So I'm on there all the time. So any of those ways. Yeah. 
Awesome. And my podcast is called Choose Your Next Yes. And it's for midlife women. So if you are a midlife woman and you just need some clarity on what God's next steps for you are, then that's where you can hear it. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. So just because you are are struggling, because right now, like, I feel like I am kind of a hypocrite, too, because he is still not making me super clear. Like I'm still not in a spot where I'm a hundred percent clear on where I'm supposed to go. But my podcast is about choosing your next yes and being clear on what God's plan for you is. So don't be scared to live life and tell others about it because I am all of this is helping me be better at mentoring someone else. So just because you are in a spot where you don't feel like you can share what you've got, share it anyway, because he still, there are people out there that need to hear what you have to say, no matter what it is. Amen, Mel. That's a whole word. I'm glad that came back to you. (laughs) I'm glad he brought it back into my head. (laughs) But I think it's important too, right? Will you just be faithful with what's in your hand? And a lot of times if it comes to mentorship, it's not like you have to be 80 steps ahead. You just have to be one. Right. But you have a, a testimony of how God moved in your life. Like, yes. You know yes. I mean? Have you overcome anything? Right. If you're like a human walking the earth right now. Yes. Like the answer is yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Like you're a miracle walking basically. Right. <laughs> so like just share that with yes, yes. them. It doesn't have to be some big epic thing. Usually it's the small things that matter. So it's beautiful. Right. Exactly. And there's always a podcast about everything. So find a podcast that fits your <laughs> fits where you're at. So, Oh my gosh, Mel, this has been so fun. Thank you for joining us and sharing. Oh, today. thank you for having me. I just love talking to you. So it's so good. So good. Yes. All right, everybody. Well, you heard from Mel, go check her out. You'll be blessed by her work for sure. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind, where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together, or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook, and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire, walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed, embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease, feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, 
I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.